1: Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I am... Paul the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And...
2: Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffris. And bringing up the rear... Uh,
0: that one guy, Caboose Jr. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. I missed is- you, Caboose.
0: I know, I miss you too,
1: buddy. So Caboose (laughs) is suffering from allergy attacks, and CJ is dealing with a hangover. So this is going to be a good podcast.
0: Mm. Of course it is. It's going to be nothing. Darrell,
1: you'd be proud.
2: I'd be more proud if you were here, but...
1: He used to be able to have Mondays off.
2: Yeah, I blame Uh. work. I don't blame Darrell. I blame work.
1: (laughs) Well, what you going to do? New York Comic-Con happened this past weekend, and, well, there wasn't a lot of news, really. But no. we had some correspondents there, Mr. Christopher Cologne and Matt, the Matthew Paul. <laughs> Those fine gentlemen covered the convention for us, and they did a really good job covering the convention. Uh, they were live-tweeting the panels, they were getting interviews so, Paul, tell us a little bit about what people can expect for the New York Comic Con coverage.
0: Yeah, did they even go to the Adult Swim booth? Um, we did do some coverage with how do I put this? We didn't do like coverage with John, but we helped him cover it. I guess is what happened. At least Chris was helping him, so um, we did kind of do some Adult Swim stuff. But I don't. I think that's going to show up on John's stuff, not us. Um, For the people we, listening, uh... <laughs> which John?
1: John J. John J. Yes.
0: From the uh, former website known as Adult Swim Central.
1: Which is now called...
0: Oh, God, you had to ask me that. Agents of Geek. It's part of uh, Agents Oh, yes. Yes, so...
1: That's what they yeah. go by now.
0: Oh. Yep. Yeah. So... Uh, let's see. Because of Viz, we were able to talk to the One Punch, the one punch crew, all the guys that went. Um, the voice of Genos. Oh, God. I'm going to think about this for a minute. I believe it was Is Genos. Zach
1: yeah, Zach Aguilar. Aguilar, and thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's not butcher their real names. Let's just go with their character names.
0: It, <laughs> so, was, it was the voice of Boros, I believe.
1: Yeah, Bor- Boros was there, as. Lord Boros' his voice was there, which I found rather interesting. Kind of a bummer that they didn't have Max Middleman, but uh, yeah, voice of was, Saitama himself.
0: <laughs> I was really looking forward for that one. I was like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why? Because he
1: was at another convention, I think. Busy guy. Uh, so, yeah, they had Boros, Genos, and Sonic.
0: There we go. Okay. So, we have them on tape. Thank Oops. you to Viz for that. Uh, we have the senior manager of animation marketing uh, for Viz. That is uh, Charlene. 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 So we will have that interview too. I've been trying to get that for about a year or two, <laughs> but she's, she's all over the place. So it's, it's good to get that to make that happen. Um, we of course talked to Justin Rojas. Let me talk about that one briefly so that nobody asks me, why didn't you ask these questions when it comes out? Uh, so (laughs) the way we do interviews is we formulate, well, I formulate and I ask sketch and these guys for questions too. We formulate questions. And then before we do the interview, we go, Hey, this is what we have. This is what we're going to ask you anything. You don't want us to ask. Obviously dragon ball. Super was on the list. Um, I didn't really want to ask that because I knew what he was going to say. I knew that wasn't going to be able to be asked. But interestingly enough, the one question I wanted the answer to was Dragon Ball Z Kai. and Boo Saga. Boo Saga. And they would not answer that. We're, what is it, a little bit less than three months from it ending, pretty much? Mm-hmm. Four months? Whatever. So, I mean, that's kind of a little weird that they can't announce it. That close to oneself ending, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> um, and <sighs> pretty much, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we really. Sh- I, mean, I mean, we don't have official confirmation, but we kind of have a good idea that it's done and ready to go. So I don't know. I don't know why, if it is done, which that's the sense we're getting behind the scenes, then why can't you announce it this early? Now, again, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but Toei Animation does have their offices in the United States. They do have an an American office that I believe does the United States, South America, and a couple other countries. I, I don't think they do Canada, but anyways, um, so I'm wondering if maybe they're like, no, 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 you can't announce that yet. <laughs> so I, I don't know why. Um, and, you know, I, I know that some people are like, well, that's probably not going to be a big deal. But if they're waiting to announce it, it may be a big deal. So I don't know. But that's that's all I know right now. The secrecy um, with this just seems
1: bizarre. And um
0: It does. It does. And then um, I mean, I Toei think...
1: is weird, but it seems even too weird for Toei, even. It just doesn't make sense.
0: No, it doesn't. Let me, Um, speaking of Super, let me bring up this photo real quick. You guys obviously can't see this because this is an audio podcast, but... Um, yeah. A picture, a picture came across, and I mean, I guess we could have used this in news, but since we're talking about it right now, we might as well say it. Um, there's a... I get it's a con or maybe it's another. Fe- I think in France they're festivals, not cons. It's MIPCOM. But, yeah, it's called it's, MIPCOM. It's
1: a licensing expo.
0: Yeah. So they're shopping around Dragon Ball Super for inter international release. Um, I'm yeah, they're planning on
1: international release in 2017, like yeah. all over international release.
0: So, it's going to be interesting to see what exactly is happening with that. Um, Obviously, the question becomes, okay, so if they're now starting to massively do this, A, that probably means that the Tsunami Asia dub is not going to be out until next year. Um, And B, um, that probably also means that we may not get the English dub for a while, depending upon what's going on. Um so maybe getting Boo Saga first isn't a bad thing? I don't know. We'll have it's to wait and it's really see.
1: hard to say, but it seems like Toei is doing a big rollout in twenty seventeen and there will be an English dub available for multiple countries. Uh word has it that uh Cartoon Network In Africa, in English-speaking areas of Africa, we'll have Dragon Ball Super. So that's another one where they need to have an English dub of some kind from someone, and we have no idea who is going to provide it.
0: Well, see, and that's where, like, my confusion comes in because, obviously, we did see that picture of Jason Douglas recording something involving Beerus. So it's like, okay, why... Are, are, is Funimation really recording this? And then the question is, if they are, and it's not coming out here at all yet, does that mean that's going to be Toonami Asia's dub? You know, it, it's really weird because, and the only reason I say that it could be Funimation's, besides that picture, obviously, that we saw a couple months ago on his Instagram. is because um, it hasn't aired yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, it now it's, be, the, the longer that it takes, the more that it seems that Funimation is actually doing that dub. Because if they're not announcing Boo Saga, what what makes you think they won't announce Super either? You know what I mean? So they're going to keep all this secretive.
1: However, so- we do have information regarding Toy releasing a toy line with Bandai in America for Dragon Ball Super next summer of 2017. Yeah. So that's a pretty good indication that they're making some kind of move on it next year. The thing about toy lines is sometimes they'll come out slightly before or slightly after a show starts airing. So it's not the best... uh, You know, it it could be something that will not air until fall. It might be summer. It might be spring. We really don't know. And we really don't know if... (laughs) I mean... Part of me is thinking that because toys doing this the way that they are, that they're not gonna want it on Adult Swim, and that could be a problem. <laughs> we have no idea, but there's this little I mean, conflict that, of interest.
0: If- I mean, I mean, it's it's. I, I I don't know at this point what they're trying to do with Dragon Ball Super. I mean, obviously, it's not like Disney couldn't go and grab it if they wanted to, or even Nickelodeon for that matter. Um, I'm more looking at Disney because, well, they do have Yo Kai Watch, for example. So, I mean, that would definitely I'm make sense. I'm leaning more
1: towards Disney because they have more action right. stuff. That, that's in what I'm general. talking
0: about. That's what I'm talking about, is, you know, because that, that would. Obviously, I mean they they would go out and get that. Um, I mean, if Cartoon Network is smart, they would go and get Super. And honestly, I know I know then then people are gonna be like, well, that's gonna conflict with Toonami. Not necessarily, just because it does, though. It, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. If, if Cartoon
1: Network is going to get Super, Kai is not gonna be on Toonami anymore. No. Not at all. There's a slight possibility that if if Super ends up on Nicktoons or Disney XD because it's in a lot less homes and it's a totally different market and it's not under the same company, they might be able to leave Kyle alone on Toonami as Toei would be like, man, whatever, That's we're on to Super, we don't really care. But if it's actually on Cartoon Network, I just don't see them doing that. Hmm. That doesn't mean it's that sometime down the line that maybe when Cartoon Network's like ah we don't want this anymore, and tsunami's be like oh but we do. <laughs> I could definitely see that happening, but
0: and but see, that's the that's the thing like I I don't simultaneously
1: under, I, I, don't... Uh, I it would be unprecedented kind of <laughs> just just a scope. I mean yes they did that with Star Wars the Clone Wars, but that also aired on TNT, and. You know they were trying to market that to a broader audience, at least at first, and then it was just all Cartoon Network for a while until they took it off, and then Toonami got it. You know, that's, I guess it's not unprecedented, but there's just I just don't see it. And honestly, I have a hard time believing Cartoon Network would even go for Super.
0: True. I mean, I, I, I like don't them know. too. I mean...
1: Boy howdy would I like them to.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean I, I don't know what they w- what they're going to do. I mean I don't I don't know where Super's gonna end up eventually, but at like six you know, AM on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I honestly see I, I do I can't see Adult Swim not at least attempting to go after it. I don't see that not happening. I'm not saying that they, they would fail, but I don't see them saying, you know what? We're not going to touch Super. No, I, I I see them going after. Them. Oh no, they
1: want as much Dragon Ball as they can yeah. get. <laughs> Come you know, on,
0: and I, I'm, it does so well for them. Exactly, and and I, I honestly, I mean, I don't know, I don't know if there's there's like a, I mean, obviously Super is directed towards kids, but I don't know if there's maybe like a, a more of an uncut version of it. I mean, I don't know if that I mean, would make a it's difference. It's pretty tame you in know? general. Right. So, I mean, I don't know if that would make any difference anyways, but, you know...
1: I, they definitely... Well, there's there's no way that they would do, like, an edited one on Cartoon Network and an uncut one on Toonami. No, no. No. <laughs> the days of those sorts of things happening are long gone.
0: Well, you know, it will, see, here's the other thing, too. If Cartoon Network did get Dragon Ball Super, then you know damn well people would be like, Drag Toonami back to Cartoon Network. Drag it back.
2: that <laughs> oh, you know, ain't gonna that, happen. That's
0: not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> and it doesn't I mean, have to happen. Give me if they can back. play kids'
1: anime outside of Toonami, that would be just fine. What I mean I heck? wouldn't
0: I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too sad if Adult Swim played it at at eight o'clock.
1: It would do terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I don't know what would it, what a, a good weekday time slot that would get, honestly. Oh, if right they played around it 5 o'clock.
1: You know, would where you Dragon have, Ball Z did well the first time.
0: <laughs> what's, well, I don't even know if they would do that, because Cartoon Network's, you know, all about those other series. So, oh, I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm hoping that it just doesn't land on something, like, really stupid where people... Just <laughs> where it's really hard for people to see it and Right next to Pokemon to on difference. Saturday mornings. <laughs> yeah, that too. I mean, now that it's kind of more of like that that's kind of like, okay, this is established for kids, fine. But and you know, okay. And don't get me Pokemon, wrong, it's
1: still pretty violent for a kid's show in America, but right. it it could pass.
0: I mean, next to next to Pokemon, okay, that would that would work, but I mean, again, is that going to be what's going to happen? I don't know. God. They used to play Dragon Ball Kai on
1: Saturday mornings on the Vortex and Toon's Eye, so.
0: Well, maybe that's what they're looking for. You never know. You never know, <laughs> Sketch. We'll see what happens. And too bad again, nothing I mean, like
1: that exists anymore.
0: Yeah. So, well, that's part of the problem, too. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see what happens. But Fairly that's limited options that's going to certainly be interesting next year. That's going to be one of the things that we're going to keep an eye out for. Uh, I will be trying to get in contact with some certain contacts of mine to try to find out what's going on with Tsunami Asia, but I highly doubt they're going to talk to me at this point, especially if it's going to come over 2017. I may get more news on Tsunami Australia, by the way, but, um, that's about it. Uh, moving on to what else we did at New York Comic-Con though. Um, We did do an interview with a nerdcore rapper by the name of IQ. He did a CD uh, based on Attack on Titan. It's actually free. It's out there if you look for, if you uh, search for IQ. Um, So you definitely want to go see that. It's a free, it's a free song. It's a free CD. So, I mean, you can get the whole thing. Uh, And it's it's not like it's going to hurt you at all, you know. So um, there's that. Um God, we did so much this weekend. That that's four. What was the fifth interview we did? There were so many this weekend that I that I have to look back here real quick. Um (laughs) I know I know that Matt went to the PowerPuff Girl um press hour, so I don't know exactly what we're gonna get out of that, but there might be something with that as well. Um and let me just look through here real quick. Oh, I feel like an idiot. LaShawn Thomas. Yes. Ah, yes. We did do an interview with him. Um, he is very excited to talk to us again, by the way. Um, so uh, he, and, you know, maybe we should talk about this. I guess with the top, I guess this is going to be our topic. We'll talk about this before we do the, the recaps, because there's not really much anyways. Um, yeah.
1: Nothing uh, said
0: about Cannon Busters at this, at this oh, event. I, I I mean you, you we have this we have this chat on Twitter where we all talk, and the thing is is like I'm sitting there going, so Crunchyroll picked up Cannon Busters, because it, you know, I'm sitting there going, LaShawn well, Thomas hasn't been put up on that panel yet. If he's making a special announcement, chances are it might have something to do with Cannon Busters. I'm like oh shit, so. He goes up there, and then they announce a different original series for Crunchyroll. Uh, Child of Either? Is that right? Did I say that right? Children of Either.
1: Yeah. Children of I, Either. I, I think it might be Ether. Like Ether?
0: No, yeah. I, I, I'm, I There's no the I panel eye panel, in that. I <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't at the panel, so I couldn't tell you. So. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, um, and it looks great. It does. And um, he does... We're definitely going to talk to him about that series. Uh, once we, we'll probably wait until we get a little bit closer to when it's supposed to be released on Crunchyroll, uh, and then hopefully, you know, and we'll probably talk to Miles too from Crunchyroll and just make sure it's okay. Okay, so what can we ask him and what can't we, so we don't get us in trouble, <laughs> because we don't like to we don't like to overstep anything. Um, speaking of our interviews too, we do need I, I do send these viz wants me to send i believe just the the one punch man interview when that's done that's going to be the first one that comes out so we just need to make sure we get approval on that when it's edited and done and then we will put that out for you so by the time this podcast is out it should be out um if it is not then there's issues <laughs> but uh it should be out by the time that this recording is out so uh all in all i mean it was a great weekend for interviews Um uh, The funny thing about New York Comic Con, and it it doesn't seem to happen with like Momo Con or any other con that we go to, everything happens at the last minute. So like, we'll be sitting here for the whole year waiting for Viz and Funimation to tell us what is going to happen at, you know, New York Comic Con, not so much Viz, but more Funimation. Or whoever's going there, who we want to interview, because we don't always like to have to interview just, you know, anime people. We want to try to get other people incorporated in, too. Um, all this Viz stuff came at the last minute. All this fun I mean, obviously it was probably planned ahead of time, but I didn't get an email until like a week or two before the con. I mean, Funimation, you know, obviously, I, you know, we talk to them all the time. There, you know, it was really surprising not to have any voice actors there. Um, usually Sean Schimmel and um, Chris Sabat are usually there. They weren't there. No voice actors or actresses were there. Um, they were promoting more like Godzilla and Shin Godzilla and, um, oh, that sci-fi series. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. That Funimation. Oh, Dark Matter. Um, so I'm guessing they were concentrating more on that. Uh, one interesting thing that I that I will say too that Matt was uh, when he was live tweeting the Funimation panel, which by the way, the reason we couldn't we couldn't like put a cell phone up and start recording or even put a camera there, New York Comic Con doesn't let you do that anymore. So um, that's why you didn't see that. Uh, if you ever do see that, it means we have permission to do it. And I'm sure that Near Comic Con won't give us permission to do that, so I don't see that ever happening. But uh they they promoted Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F at the at the uh the Funimation panel. Which was kind of weird because it's been out for what, at least a year, right? Year, maybe two years. It's been years?
2: out for a while. Yeah. So well, I mean, when I went to Anime Boston, they had like the oldest Toonami slide. So they don't really update those as much as you'd think.
0: Well, I mean, it was just it was just really weird because you know people are waiting for like a Dragon Ball Z Kai Boom announcement or you know Super. And I mean, granted, this is probably one of the biggest cons of the year. Um, it's going to get the most people. This is where you think they're going to announce something like this, and nothing.
2: Paul, I, I expect them to show the trailer for Resurrection of F until like 2018, honestly.
0: I mean, they were, they were, they promoted the Boy and the Beast that you reviewed. Um, there was a couple other titles that have been, around, that have been out for a little bit that they promoted too, which, you know, Funimation does do that. I'm sure Viz does that too, but it's, it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, can we have a big announcement? No? Okay.
2: I mean... They, they but, generally would rather have press release for big announcements like the Crunchyroll and Funimation Partnership. That wasn't announced at any con. They'd rather have... I mean, I, I think that would have been a
0: great... I think that would have been, been a great... I agree, but they, I think con.
2: they'd rather control who sees what and what time and just things along those lines And like, at con. I, like This is actually pretty good with that. Like, with the Hunter Hunter stuff, people were able to report at cons be like, oh, hey this came out you know i think other companies are pretty you know cool with right. that too but it, for whatever reason funimation is very very guarded when it comes to uh, announcing new things oh,
0: well i, I just think don't seem
2: I- to do it really at cons anymore they'll give you yeah, dub yeah. premieres of stuff that are close to being released but they don't really give you like new stuff at cons anymore i have yet to see it
0: but and, 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 and i'm
2: fairly and i'm fairly new too i'm not right. as a chiseled veteran as you know sketching yourself but it's just from what i've Recently noticed. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've been noticing that too. Um, I, I think what ends up happening is, is, and it, and I think it has to do with more or less like how rights get signed. You know, obviously, you know, something as big as Funimation and Crunchyroll, they want to get that out there as soon as possible because, well, if somebody finds out behind the scenes and blabs it to a major site, you know, yeah, they're gonna get, they're gonna, it's gonna ruin the announcement. So I, I understand those kinds of things. But like you know, Dragon Ball Z Kai, for example, people know that there's something there. Something's been recorded. So why not just say something? You know what I mean? So it, and the and it's kind of weird because like in con, in contrast, you go to the Crunchyroll panel, which was next in the same room. Ironic, if you understand what I mean. You know, Funimation and then Crunchyroll follows. Um, they did have a big announcement. They, they announced uh, LaShawn Thomas's new se- uh, series there. So it, it it's interesting to see, like, okay, you know, you see something – you see, like, Crunchyroll, for example, go and announce – do announcements at cons. And I, I think that is a big announcement, by the way. It is. Um, but, you know, you don't see, like, for example, you know, Funimation doing it and Viz. And I, and I think that's something they should get back to. You know, no,
2: I think Viz may have – been a little more secretive of stuff but like I said the Hunter Hunter stuff that was first announced at con so like the, when they found out that they had the rights and there was going to be a dub that was announced at I think a uh, con in Chicago well they,
0: they did so, announce, like... they did announce that uh One Punch Man was the 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 English dub was done and then the in, and in that announcement they announced that it was going to be playing at Anime Expo but what was interesting was is that it got announced that it was going to be on Toonami before Anime Expo. So,
2: right. It? So it just it honestly, before, I right? just yeah. I just see Funimation really hiding, and, I, and I'm not saying that as a negative connotation. I just see them being very selective of when they decide to release uh, new information of stuff.
0: Well, I, I and and I kind of like the way that Toonami does announcements. Is if they do it at a, and I'm talking about like if they do it at a panel, they try to time it out so that way. When they announce it, Funimation or Viz or whoever has the rights to said anime announces it at the same time too, so that way the information is getting out there, you know, rather than waiting for Toonami news, for example, to to post it us, you know. So, but no, that happened before the panel, I believe. Uh, One Punch, no, not One Punch, One Piece uh, Gold film. That was announced before New York Comic Con, I believe, wasn't it? I think that was. I don't. I don't. I. Don't, somebody said that it was announced before that, but that was talked. I guess talked about a little bit too. So, yeah, I think that's a. That's a. That's about it. Um, like I said, it, it was a great year. Um, we did really well. Um, I'm hoping to actually go next year. Uh, we'll see. Money sucks. <laughs> So we'll see what happens, but um,
2: that's So your topic is at the beginning of the show today, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm glad you had a good time, at le- or at least that um, Matt and Chris had a good time. Oh, it's, it's, the- always, it's the- always
0: crazy. It's always crazy to get
2: these. these tell me about out. it. My father was planning a trip there, and he didn't know that that was going on, so he just sees cosplayers everywhere. I told him to get pics.
0: And see, the shitty part about New York Comic Con is that what, usually within the first couple of days of tickets coming out, it's sold out. Uh, I, I think if I remember correctly and I could be wrong, um, the only day that was available still was Thursday and that was it. I gotta I gotta split now. I'm gonna fall asleep. I don't want you guys hear me snore. <laughs> I don't know I'm sorry Cause I feel like I might have passed out and like it, it's, it's like three days later or something like that because yeah I'm gonna pass story, out. So it's okay that's good so you can find me at the usual places Tumblr YouTube Twitter at uh, Caboose Junior and uh, sorry for uh, having a split really early I'm just really really tired <laughs> I got I got allergies
2: <laughs> get better Caboose
0: yeah All i have,
2: yeah. Have a good, have a good evening, night, whatever. Later.
0: All right. Well, that's that's pretty much it for near Comic Con stuff. I think we've mined this as a topic for enough long enough.
2: Yeah. For real. That that went a little longer than I would have liked, but you know. What you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. And we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. It's okay. We got everything's fixed. Sort of.
0: Also, Caboose went to, went to bed, so there you go.
2: Yeah, Caboose, <laughs> Caboose kind of had to leave. Allergies have been a bitch for him, so hopefully he gets well. But now it's just us three, so let's see how long the hangover bastard can stay on. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> do, does, do I count as action bastard right now? <laughs> no. No. You get yeah. nuts.
1: Troy too- Baker.
2: No, I am not Troy Baker, but, my God, I probably have lived the life of Action Bastard. That's so. With With less monsters.
1: <laughs> okay, let's get this show on the road.
2: Yes, yes, we should.
1: It's time for the penultimate episode recap of One Punch Man. One Punch Man, Episode 11, The Dominator of the Universe. Genryugenshup, I think that's how you pronounce it, the kind of squid multi-armed alien who is in the command center of the ship. He's complaining that Grorybaz has been defeated and now he and Melzegard are the only elite fighters left on the ship. He's telling Lord Boros that much of the ship has been badly damaged by a human intruder, but Lord Boros tells him that it's okay because the Sphere will be keeping them safe and will not allow the ship to crash. Meanwhile, below the ship, Puri Puri Prisoner's efforts are futile as Melzegard simply regenerates back into his form. Ayan tells the other heroes that it's pointless to keep trying, and Melzegard tells his other head to go contact the ship for a bombardment which would destroy all of the area around the ship. As the head flies away, Metal Bat smacks it down. Melzgard and Gerugenshoop telepathically tell each other that both sides are dealing with big trouble as Saitama reaches another door. Atomic Samurai, Puri Puri Prisoner, and Bang join forces and attack Melzgard together with. as Ayan tells them that any direct hits have no effect on it. He tells them that they should retreat and think of a better way to handle the situation, but the stubborn heroes tell him this is the only thing they know how to do. Like Coop before them, I'm going to stick to my strong suits, and those are smashing. And smashing is all I know what to do.
2: <laughs>
1: Melzegard and Gerugenshoop again speak telepathically, saying the lifeforms below are being a real hassle and they need a cleansing bombardment. Genryugenshup is too busy, however, and notifies the artillery crew, of which one guy seems really not that interested in his job, and just
2: wants to go home. That sounds like most Americans.
1: Genryugenshup leaves the conversation while Melzegard is distracted. Middlebat finds a marble within Melzegard, Yes, it seems the secret is just to destroy the marble and then he can't regenerate one of those heads. Gerugenshoop tries to lead Saitama out of the ship because Saitama is totally lost. But Saitama decides to go in the opposite direction that he tells him and eventually finds the control room. He finds Gerugenshoop. Genryugenshoop. I've been saying that wrong for so long. Who cares? (laughs) He found the squid man. And he has... incredible telepathic powers then he can manipulate you know everything and anything around him and Saitama is not too impressed he just kind of like you just lifted a bunch of debris or whatever and Saitama chucks one rock as David threw the stone <laughs> and slayed the giant well, Genryuugen shoot's not that big actually after busting the other heads the other four heroes look up and there's a shell bombardment ready to attack. After it shoots, Tatsumaki, a.k.a. Tornado, appears and stops the bullets midair and sends them back to the ship full force and is, like, pissy to the other heroes, like, you're all useless. Get on my way. (laughs) Quite the opposite of that. Moomin Rider decides to help to evacuate the victims, and Stinger and Lightning Max decide to lend a hand. Bang finds another one of the marbles and crushes it angrily, Melzegard slaps the concrete along with Bang, who takes a direct hit. He sticks to the building unconscious, and this gives Melzegard the idea that maybe he should just be focusing on offense and not worrying about defense. This allows him to sort of turn the tide. Saitama finds Lord Boros, who scans him for power, making note that Saitama is the strongest warrior he he had sensed on the earth and has limitless energy within him. Lord Boros treats Saitama with respect and tells him his name and about the prophecy that brought the dominator of the universe to Earth. Saitama punches Lord Boros, telling him that he can't attack other planets just to liven up his boring little life. Boros declares that the armor used to seal in his immense power has been broken. It's an impressive display that Saitama responds to... Okay.
2: The line everyone waited to see. And he nailed it! Yes. Yes, he it was did. beautiful. Did you shed a tear when you saw it? <laughs> like a tear of joy, of course, not not sadness. Uh, not really. Oh, you disappointed me. <laughs> well, if you say so. Well, I just like this episode because Metal Bat isn't useless. People probably thought he was, but actually, yeah. he, he actually did something and he was very competent. I love Metal Bat. He's great. That's a so great hero. You, so you like metal too.
0: bats, is what you're saying?
2: Yes, because then I can beat your ass with them later.
0: So uh, I can shove it directly up your ass,
2: right? You are not Darrell. This is enough ass play. I know this is not uh, Kaijo or however you pronounce it. <laughs> Kajo. Kajo. God, or da- K-e-jo. Cj. Cj, stop drinking. God damn it. Seriously. Um, but no, it's just it was cool because like he's really seems like the most normal human out of all of the S-class heroes that we've seen so far. And, like, you'd think him fighting these aliens, he would just get his ass whooped. And instead, nope. he's like, are you kidding me? He just got angry and just beat the crap out of everyone. Which I'm like, yeah. That's a, that's someone you can look up to. You can even hang... You can become an S-class hero and you can be normal. Which is cool. You just gotta swing the bat. Hello. I'm sure everyone enjoyed the amount of action that you get to see in that fight with um, Mielzegard, or however you pronounce." it. <laughs> The, yeah the the, he, the the many head alien that's on the ground voiced by Vic Minana yeah no' like to me those fights uh, the fight scenes and the animation of that were really really well done then again, the whole uh-huh. series does that really well, but i I that one resonated with me as well. Of course, great stuff in this episode of course, the greatest uh picture meme gif for one punch man <laughs> soka. <laughs> That's good, <laughs> but I mean, like, you it, for those who might not have seen One Punch Man when it was um, simulcasting, you probably have seen that picture so many times. You're like, "What in the hell is this? Like, how did we get here?" And now you know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> well, I mean, I know that could be annoying to some. Where it's like, "Why does everyone show this?" Oh. They get it now. Yeah. No, and that's good. That's really good. You know, They're finally in on the joke. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm sure, like other, like others, when if you this is the first time you're seeing it, when you see uh, Boros actually surviving, that you're like, oh, snap. Things, <laughs> he things,
1: survived one
2: puns. <laughs> things got real. My brother was funny with this. He's like, well, that's it. They got to change the name of the show now. He actually had to use more than one punch on a few other things. He did too, I know. Wasn't that consecutive normal punches? Yeah, consecutive normal punches. <laughs>
1: but he one punched
2: the Sea King. <laughs> Aww. Yes, he did. Thanks to Thanks to uh, all the S class heroes softening them up for him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, gotta gotta keep that facade going. Yeah, considering He just like took down a freaking ship by himself. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You love how he's just like breaking everything, and the guy's like, "Wait, go that way." All right, I'm gonna go this way. No, you know it was funny. And then he just
0: throws a
1: pebble.
2: He just throws a pebble and destroys
1: (laughs) it. Go this way. Mmm. You're supposed to go that way. Then ungrukets. Or what about? By the way, it didn't take one
0: punch.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it took. One pebble. <laughs> what about when he's trying to open the door too, and he just rips the whole door open?
0: I love that. Yeah.
2: It's like, open up! You have a guest. Uh, I broke well, it.
0: When, when he went, when he, when he met Burroughs the first time there, when yeah. he met, when he met him, and he, he punched him. It didn't stop him. So, I guess you couldn't stop him with one punch. We just said that. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: He you just pulled an Arthur.
0: Yeah. Let's kind
1: of okay. Let's
2: uh let's get to the talk, back. talk to backs, yeah. That was a good episode everyone. I hope I hope you enjoyed episode 11.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, first talkback from 0215 MADMAN, man, uh, probably 0215 MADMAN. Looks like Thor is voicing Boros. I didn't I don't get the reference. But perhaps that is another character that the voice of
2: Boros has voiced. Or he just sounded dreamy to him. Yeah.
0: Oh, God.
2: Maybe. <laughs> Thor, I, trust me, you'd be surprised how many people talk about how, much, how dreamy Thor has looked in those Marvel movies.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Chris Hemsworth is not a bad-looking guy. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> None of the Marvel hero guys are bad-looking. Tell that to <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Ouch, you know, I think Mark Ruffalo looks all right. <laughs> He's not Robert Downey Jr., of course, but I don't know. <laughs> How'd we get to this topic? <laughs>
2: uh, I took us there.
1: Which Marvel hero do you want to
2: have sex with? <laughs> Give me the wheel. We're, we're shipping Sketch with Iron Man. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Chris Evans,
1: man. <laughs> Dude's a beefcake. Oh,
2: my. (laughs) Oh, my, indeed. (laughs) All right. Next, next one. (laughs) We need to get away from it. (laughs) But, um,
1: yeah, I think uh, the previous week, Lord Terminal put in uh, a talkback indicating that the the Boros was on Skullgirls, which is not surprising. It's a game with a lot of people who ended up doing anime voices later.
2: It's a good game, too i have not played it it's fun it's a fun game it's a fighting game right yeah it's arcade Ah. with the story too but i mean like i I think it's fun interesting okay
1: preston avari writes in in the words of conor mcgregor they can't take that left hand shot
2: nice after conor mcgregor got one punched in an earlier pay-per-view that was awesome (laughs) If I if I remember correctly, Nate Diaz might have been the one who did it. So when it, when it happened, to everyone was like, "Dude, the real one punch has come. We must pray to our new lord and master." Dragon Knight writes
1: in, and Saitama heads the wrong way, right to the control room.
2: Clearly intentional. Yeah. Twats. Way to way to do that. Uh, do that right. <laughs> and Josh
1: Knighton writes in. And you thought the intruder was dangerous. He has nothing
2: on Saitama. That'll be the next uh, total immersion event. It'll be Saitama. He'll, he'll be right up to Tom and just say, okay. And just walk away and be like, I'll let you live this time. Everyone gets one. <laughs>
0: <What> <laughs> why,
2: why would he hurt Tom? That's why he said everyone gets one. He walks away.
0: No, no, no. He can't do the Spider-Man bit. Sorry. He did
2: the Spider-Man bit. Oh, no, he can't oh, do that. No nope.
0: No, he can't do that. You
2: don't let him do that. I'm going to make him do Spider Pig. Oh. Still, (sighs)
0: he can't do Spider Man. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, Saitama
1: doesn't think like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's probably going to go up to Tom and be like, oh, cool, you're a robot, and then walk away. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Genos,
2: it's another robot. I'm a cyborg master. (laughs) Yeah, robot. You must not think of labels, Genos. Oh, I must write that down.
0: <laughs>
2: and he would. Mm-hmm.
1: He totally would. Yes, he would. Allison writes in, the One Punch Man anime got the okay part right. Yes, it was it okay. It was okay. Yeah, it was it was completely okay.
0: He was sitting there like, I think I've found somebody I can actually find. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Come entertain me. Okay. I mm-hmm. love <laughs> the preview for the next episode. You have managed to take many of my blows. Yeah, you're
2: strong. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think you'd gain a little of those emotions back, you know. Besides, you know, worrying about bargain day at the supermarket, but nope, nope, nope.
0: nope. That doesn't happen. Nope, no, no. Huh.
1: You know, I haven't even thought about the whole emotions thing lately.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, as a little preview for the final episode, Japheth N. Craig writes in Fun fact Episode 1 is titled The Strongest Man. Episode 12 is titled The Strongest Hero. Interesting parallel.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: Because at the time, he was just a man, he was, he was a, a hero, hero for fun. For fun. Yeah. And now,
0: he's a hero. Who
2: who was Norm- looked at as a pariah and creep from all the normal people.
0: <laughs> By the way, it's going to be interesting to see if, uh, in the next episode, if he'll, uh, well, one, be able to defeat him, but two, also, if, like, he'll even get moved up in class because nobody notices. Uh, well,
1: yeah... I think somebody's going to (laughs) notice.
2: I think they might just think he involved himself a little bit because he wasn't at headquarters anymore. So, like, they had all those heroes there, and since he wasn't around, they're going to be like, oh, he probably did something. Maybe he helped evacuate people out. Maybe he, you know, destroyed some debris so people could escape kind of thing. I doubt he'll get credit for actually, like, defeating everything. Or maybe he just, you know, hauled off into a corner to drink his tea. That was such a good... <laughs> that was the best. All these S-Class heroes, could I have some tea? <laughs> he's thirsty. He's parked. And they actually gave him some, too, but it's funny, too, how the waiter kind of just stares at him as he's like like takes it, too. He's like, what in the hell? You have done lost your mind.
0: <laughs> CJ, you did the perfect Saitama there for a minute.
2: Uh, so I need to be hungover to be Saitama.
0: Huh, I hope...
2: I hope Max didn't have to do that because, boy, your the poor, the poor liver.
1: Uh, no, no. Max is very good at sounding bored.
2: He's a professional. Yes. <laughs> he's, All actually, right. he's really cool, too.
1: And the last talk back is a teaser for things to come. Lord Terminal writes in next time, bring a change of pants. Yeah, the season finale is that good.
2: Oh, I thought he meant Saitama.
1: (laughs) I thought he meant Saitama loses his
0: pants.
1: (laughs) Not that time.
2: No, no, no. I I think we're done with losing pants.
1: (laughs) You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. (laughs) Yeah, that was a freaking great final episode. That's that's One Punch Man.
2: We're almost done. Aren't you sad? Well, I'm not too sad because of JoJo, but still, you know.
1: And it's gonna repeat. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. So, that brings us to a rather important episode of Gundam. Random. Iron-Blooded Orphans, episode 16, Fumitan Atmos. The colony workers have launched a protest movement against the company that employs them. As they grow more radical, the situation finally develops to the point of Gallerhorn's intervention. This, of course, was all a huge setup. They made it look like the protesters caused the conflict, and they got a cheap shot in and then just kept firing and annihilated the area. While looking for Fumitan, Kudelia gets pulled into the middle of the conflict. After trying to run from her mission to lead Kudelia to her death, she thinks back on how she used to despise the young miss. However, in the end, Fumitan sacrifices herself to save Kudelia.
2: How emotional was that for you when you saw that sketch? It was pretty emotional, man. I mean, did you actually think a- she would do that, though? Or did you think she'd just stay as like the villain and betray? Ah, uh, Cudelia. Because I didn't think she would sacrifice herself. Really, she seemed no. conflicted, but I didn't see like her actually sacrificing herself.
1: I kind of can't think back to when I saw that the first time. Right. But at at minimum, I was sure that she wasn't going to let Cudelia die. I wasn't entirely sure that she would kill herself in the process. Right. But I suppose that just makes things easier all around because then
2: she won't <laughs> be held accountable for actions. Right. <laughs> No, I kind of, maybe instead of, like, sacrificing, I kind of saw her as, like, she'd stop, like, Cadelia, like, she'd make sure Cadelia wouldn't die, but she would just, like, let herself go and then be captured to then be killed later. Yeah, something I didn't like, think it, like, stop her from going out into the battlefield. Right, I I didn't think it'd be, like, as dramatic as what it was.
1: Well, uh, you know, these Gundam shows, they do like to pull on the heartstrings every now and then.
2: Like when Atra was getting abused. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that one—that definitely. You're just like, oh god, it's one of those scenes where you're just like, I know what they're doing, but boy, it's just uncomfortable sometimes. But she can do it. She can take the hits. Nothing Attress but the trooper. She is best girl for you, isn't she?
1: <laughs> I don't know, she's best girl, but I I do appreciate. I I think she's my favorite
2: female character in the show. If that's what uh, you're asking. Yes, yes, yes. I meant I meant it like that. You just so you, yes. want, you want to be her shield when everyone insults her. Well,
1: it's okay. She's got Mika for a shield. <laughs> and if you mess with Iatra, Mika is gonna mess you up.
2: <laughs> and you know what I'm predicting at least with uh, what happens with Cudelia after this? Nothing. Well, it's clear that he has a certain admiration for Cudelia. So. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, I mean that like Cadeli, like, will, like with Fumitan now dead, and she's not gonna think about all the decisions she's made. I doubt she really even. I doubt she uh, really thinks ahead. That's what I meant. Oh. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, these people still see her as the maiden of revolution. So it remains to be seen if she's going to, you know, shoulder that burden or try to run away. Yeah.
2: She's she's great to look at, but her character, flawed as you can think. Hmm. Yeah, she hasn't really done much up to this point. Right. That, hopefully that changes. And if you are interested in knowing ahead of time, season two has started on... Um, I believe you can see it on Crunchyroll. And I think Dice? No. Diceky gets it first. Yeah, that's what, it is on Diceky first? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So you can... If you want to know what's going on, you can check that out if you'd like. I don't I'm
1: watching it. Are you? Cuz well, yeah, I kind of want to see where this story goes. Uh, they can close. still they can still pull out a good narrative at the
2: end here if they yeah. try. Is have you seen any of the second season yet? Yeah, it seems before.
1: like the first two episodes are kind of uh like, rehashing.
2: Okay.
1: Like, and a lot of mecha shows do this in their first episodes of the next season. They kind of do sort of a... It's basically the same kind of episode. I remember Code Geass doing this when R2 started. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of annoying, but they're also introducing a lot of things at the same time, so it's... Yeah, it's moving along.
2: My only uh, uh, question is: Does the artwork stay the same, or does it get improved? Does it go down?
1: Seems to be at least as good or better.
2: Okay. Oh well, no, good. That's good to hear. So whatever, yeah. we're on episode sixteen right now. So we still got we still got nine episodes. Eight. Is episodes. it twenty? Is it? Oh, it's twenty four. I thought it was twenty five. Oh no way! Yeah, it is. It is. Nine episodes we're left. We're almost done with Gundam. We still got three months barring, you know, holiday stuff.
1: Yeah, it should finish up right at the end of the year. Before they, you know, do the inevitable take a week off for Christmas.
2: I thought they took two.
1: Uh, uh you know, it kinda depends on when it falls in it, like last year they yeah, they'll take two off. But it's one's for Christmas, one's gonna be for New Year's. But last year it wasn't right. really okay. for New Year's because the second Saturday ended up... Well, rather, the last Saturday of December ended up being the 26th. So, yeah, they took that one off. I kind of uh, don't think they needed to take the 17th off, but whatever. Sketch just wants 19th. That was it, 19th. Sketch wants new shows. Yeah, you know. I... <laughs> mm, I... I don't know how I feel about them doing a marathon on Halloween. Like, not Halloween, but the 29th. I I guess that it is a very high probability of people having parties on the
2: 29th of October. But We can save that for another topic. How about that, yes. skit
1: <laughs> Well, Fair I was just kind that's of... That's actually
2: interesting.
1: Eh, perhaps. I mean, the only way that we'll really... Have an idea of how well the regular lineup might have done is depending on how well Family Guy does that night. <laughs> that should be a pretty good indication. But either way, Gundam gets marathon. So enjoy that. You know, these are as far as this show goes. These are some pretty good episodes. So
2: we'll get to raise our flag all night.
1: It's, it's gonna be kind of weird because I think if it is the most recent seven episodes, it's gonna start with. The episode when, right at the beginning of the episode, Akihiro and his brother part ways, and that <laughs> might be a turnoff. But I think if people stick around long enough to see Mika rail that guy, right oh, <laughs> that afterwards, that's
2: probably my favorite. Like beginning of the of the whole series Oh, it's so good! Uh, you have to go. <laughs> Boom. This one doesn't deserve to live. That was awesome. That was really that was well job, both acting and then like what was like given with the effects, the music and all that. Oh, and then right oh. into the opening. Oh so good. Well done. A round of, since, I, give, I give them him a round of applause. Since it's the first episode of the nine, we'll probably get the full opening.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: That'd be nice. Yeah. Just in case you Forgot about that wonderful first opening. It's, it'll be back ever so briefly.
2: <laughs> it was good. I like it. I, and oh, I actually I see love some it. people uh, say they like the second one, which is not a bad opening either. So I mean, that's that's a good thing that both of them are pretty good. It's grown on me. Oh, you didn't like it at first? Wow.
1: I mean, at first, it, it's like Attack on Titan, man. The, at first, I'm like, oh, this isn't quite
2: as exciting. <laughs> That's a great example. Oh, my God. It that grew a, on me. That is a good ex- Thank you. You get so, a gold star and a beer.
1: Unlike that. Unlike that. If you listen to, like, the full-length version of the songs, I actually prefer the second Attack on Titan opening more because the long version of the first one just...
2: I don't like it. Mm-hmm. You like the but, beginning, but you don't like the rest of it. <laughs> it's just kind of... It goes... Weird places. Uh, <laughs> that's how plus, I, there's all that,
1: like, talking in the middle of it. I
2: don't know. That's how I felt with um, Parasites open. Like, I prefer the anime open. Oh,
1: yeah. I still kind of like the longer version of that, but I, I do prefer just the, the version for the opening.
2: Can I give you a side note? I was playing uh, the Parasites OST in the car when I was driving to the wedding that I recently went to. People were digging it. <laughs> That made my day. That absolutely made my day.
1: Speaking of parasites, uh, bye bye parasites. It was nice of them to play those final three episodes that night.
2: Yeah, the longest tsunami's been on for how long?
0: (laughs) Been a year at least, probably longer.
2: Had to be over a year, I would think.
0: It was over a year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite two.
2: It would have been since.
1: Was it February?
2: Uh, 2015?
1: Yeah, February. February 2015 is when they shortened it. Oh, they also shortened it a little bit in January. So, uh-huh. yeah, I would say since late... Why are we even doing somatics Since early 2015. Whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's definitely been over a year. Alright,
2: let's guess, get, to did we get talk some backs. Did we get some good talkbacks for Gundam IVL? Not really. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Shame on you, fans. We need more talkbacks. <laughs>
1: Dragon Knight writes in, Mika's late on the scene. Again. <laughs> right, sure certainly would have been good if you had found yes sooner. Right. <laughs> I guess maybe that's what it means. Inuyasha-san 87 writes in, Rest in peace, Fumitan. You shall be missed. Yes. Yes, you shall. Oh, and I'm sure if Darrell was here, he exactly. would say something about missing her bosom.
2: That's exactly what I was thinking. I think that's why she'll be nice more than anything.
1: Probably. Yeah, those kids won't have those boobs anymore.
2: Well, the poor children. Sketch is thinking about the children.
1: That's right. They will have to cuddle with laughter. and
2: That's horrifying to think for those young children.
0: What is it? I'm I'm, I'm
1: sure laughter could be very motherly if she tried
2: the worst one of the harem but that's certainly not the best I will put it that way
1: oh well I mean but (laughs) she's still
2: on the ship with Naze I'm just like waiting for her to make the comment where it's like man these kids are so relentless like Naze in bed don't say that with those children around she has no filter you know she has no filter for children
1: (laughs) this is true well, there's like that mechanic girl. She, She's aight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> I can't remember I, her name, but...
0: No, I just can't.
2: I'm, I'm moving on. I'm done.
0: <laughs> moving uh, on to the next back.
2: Alan Gamino
1: writes in, similarly. Julianne Taylor, great job playing Fumitan Atmos.
2: Rest in peace, Fumitan. Yeah, see, was good. Okay. I'm sorry. Can we we not read this one? No,
1: no, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up because people have irrational thoughts. And I will admit that I am part of the problem. But let me (laughs) explain things.
0: Well, read what what he said.
1: Derek Sickenick writes in, So how bad do the ratings have to be for Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans and Hunter Hunter to Switch.
0: They're
2: not.
1: Worse than they are.
2: <laughs> That's They're the not short end. Bad. They're fine. They're- oh. They
1: are. They are fine. Look, I understand that people look at these ratings lately and feel like Toonami's done better. Because Toonami has done better. But yes, you know what? Not. All of Adult Swim has done better. And mm-hmm. lately, Adult Swim is down across the board. Of course. So, while I do think that moving to midnight will raise things up a bit, I'm not entirely convinced that it's going to be a big difference because all of Adult Swim is down. Like, if you look at weekdays in Adult Swim, Family Guy doesn't even get 2 million anymore. And that used to be the norm. Plus, for the last time, people, the total viewer ratings are not what's important. If Toonami doesn't manage to get three or four shows above a million on a Saturday night, does not mean that they did badly at all. You have to look at the adult viewership. The 18 to 49 ratings that we do get to see now, they give you a far better indication of how well these shows are doing. So like other cable premieres, they get a 0.4 or a 0.5 18 to 49, that's fantastic. But some shows can manage to get a 0.3 and still get renewed, depending on what cable network they're on. So a 0.4 for Gundam is above average and nothing to be ashamed of. Yes, it drops a lot from One Punch Man, but there's always been a big drop between something on the lineup. Sometimes it's like kind of a big drop and then a not quite as big drop and sometimes it's a really big drop at one point and usually it's right between DBZ and whatever the show after it is. Yeah. But to put it into perspective, the run of Gundam Iron Bladed Orphans thus far averages about 589 thousand. Okay? five No, 587 uh, thousand. The average... For the entire run of Parasite at 1am, which is the same slot that Gundam is in now, that averaged 589,000. Not a big difference. Nobody calls Parasite a failure.
2: <laughs> no, in fact, Tsunami said it did better than they expected, so that's why they replayed it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So it's fine. Uh, I understand that people who are wanting Hunter x Hunter and Gundam IBO to switch, just like Hunter Hunter more, and would rather have that on earlier. They're both equally fine shows. They're doing fine. Let's let's kind of get over this now.
0: Oh, get, it's wait. my turn. My turn to talk. So, Go ahead. First of all, getting back to what you were saying about the total ratings, if people are, even if people are just focusing mainly on that, keep in mind that all the shows after Tsunami are pretty much now under 600,000 views. Oh, yeah. So if we are even paying attention, Toonami looks really good in comparison to that. So just keep that in mind, too. Um, Number one, even with myself bitching about the fact that I would love to see Hunter Hunter up in the, the block at one instead of 130, you know, the ratings are not bad. That's number one. But number two... And I think it needs to be said, and this is this is an issue that I'm starting to see, and I think that it's part of the issue is that these casual viewers are coming in, watching for well, it seems like now it's it's coming to be about like an hour, uh, the first hour of tsunami, and then they just drop off. I don't. That's kind of always
1: been the way it is, dude. Well,
0: I mean, you're definitely starting to see it now. I mean, you're not... Yes, there was kind of something, but there wasn't... You didn't really... I mean, maybe it's just been a a long time since we've seen such a higher drop-off from the 12.30 show to the 1 o'clock show. Um, But...
1: Yeah, it's been ages because usually it's the second show that drops the most.
0: No, I I mean...
1: but it's the, just the, the craziest thing. thing because one punch man does almost as good as DBZ or even beats DBZ some weeks. Uh, so it's like following DBZ and that's why it looks
0: bad. But I, I, there's one thing that, that does bother me and that's, that's the, the part of Hunter Hunter, not getting what it should be getting being the quality of the show that it is. I'm sure sure CJ over here will agree with me. Well, you mean, know, well, even you should agree that's with all. me. I, mean, I think it should be getting. I mean, okay, fine. We're not really focusing in on. No,
2: no, no. I know. But I I'm mean, it's like
0: it shouldn't be getting eight hundred thousand in total views, and it shouldn't be getting what it's getting for eighteen to forty-nine. It should be higher. Well, in my I mean, view.
2: that. I mean, maybe you're saying that because you're a big fan of the show, which is great. I'm glad that you really like it, but maybe this is as good as it's going to do, which I think is still I mean, fine. That,
0: That's see, that's. I, I, sorry, CJ. Here's the
1: thing: is almost nothing has ever been able to do significantly better than the show after it's outside of flukes. That's just the way the night works. You know, later into the night, more people drop off; they don't come back. They'll watch it later DVR if they can't watch it live. It's That's
0: part of that. the That's another is. issue too. Is I think that, for example, play, PlayStation View and sling are not being counted properly but there again nielsen is only tracking i believe just um, cable and satellite at this point i mean so obviously, here's
1: the good news there
0: yeah
1: i do believe all of those things still track all of that information and they give it to adult swim
0: right so and, and I, that's
1: I... that's part of the picture that we never get to see
0: Right. And, and that's then, why we
1: shouldn't worry too much about the ratings. And,
0: and that, that's another thing that I wanted to say, too, was, is I'm sure that they get to see some of this information. Obviously, there's there's another piece to this puzzle that we don't get to see as well involving the ratings. So, you know, obviously there there's that, too. But for me, I feel like there are people not watching this show. I, I feel like there's a drop-off of regular Toonami fans somewhere in there, too. Because this show, when it first came on, was getting on a regular basis between all,
1: everything was doing better then.
0: Can I, can I continue before you interrupt me? Thank you. 900,000 to a million viewers. So that's the reason why a lot of people are bitching. Yes, I understand that at that point it was doing better. but at the same time, you know, before Gundam came on, Hunter Hunter was, let's see, it, it was after when it first Dimension W.
2: On.
0: Was it after Dimension W or was it after DBZ first and then it came after Di- Dimension?
2: No, w? it was it was, was never that, the second.
0: I don't remember yeah. if it was. Yeah, it was it always was never, the third. Yeah, at least the
2: third or lower.
0: Well, even even so, when it was the third show, it was doing extremely well, you know, and and I and I compare this to. Nardo shipping it. I know that you don't like the show sketch, but even you have to agree with me. If it was higher up in the block, unlike One Piece, that show would do really well. I don't know about if it would do well now, but when it was up there, it was doing about the same thing, 900 to a million viewers. And that's why I sit there and I look at Hunter Hunter and I go, I don't see like what I would expect from a show like that Is when when Gundam ends, and that the whole ratings thing. Like I would love to. I I don't see an uptick, and for the amount of people that say they like this show and they watch this show and they are into this show, it just that that's what really 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 pisses me off. Because it's like, do you really like this show, or are you just saying that? Because yeah, you know what? I have become a fan of the show. I think that it it's not getting where it is, and I'm not afraid of it. Leaving, but I do think that you know if you know seeing how this is doing both total and eighteen to forty nine, I think that Hunter Hunter would have been doing better at one a.m. instead of Gundam, and that Gundam should have been at one thirty. I so do What th-
2: happens if it does worse? Does that mean we just we just panic? Well, what that could it, like I, well happen. Worse. Just, just well, I mean. So what if
1: all of a sudden the drop? I don't think it would do worse.
2: I don't think so either. No. But what if all of a sudden we move it thir- the, as the third show? We switch IBO and Hunter x Hunter, and it all of a sudden it drops even more significantly.
0: Uh, I don't see that happening.
2: We, yeah, I'm just, I don't see it happening. Right? If it, it, you, you
1: know, know, if that does happens. hypothetically happen, it only lasts until the beginning of the year. Right. There's going to no, be another I, show.
2: No, oh no! no but no, that's I not what say I'm say saying
1: this, this, though. It's just like I
0: would say. I would say this, CJ. It's not like, okay, so there's a about-
1: what are you trying to say, CJ? Because I don't think...
2: Because, like, we're complaining... Not so much where, but just, like, some people are t- complaining about how if Hunter Hunter was up, the ratings for the show wouldn't drop as drastically. And I'm thinking, well, what if it does? What if all of a sudden the switch, like, really messes up with people and then maybe they're not as interested in Hunter Hunter as we thought they are? Even though it I seems mean- that uh, a lot of people like it. It might just be because we surround ourselves, whether it be on social media or whatever, agreeing with what we say with these kind of things. So we might think that it's popular, but in retrospect, it's not as big as we thought it would be. I don't think that, if you want to ask my honest opinion, I do not think that's the case with Hunter x Hunter. I think Hunter x Hunter is popular, but what if, theoretically, there's that, always that 1% chance that that might happen? So then if it does happen, are we going to just freak out and then be, we're going to have to move the show yet again?
1: Well, if it does happen,
2: they'll probably have to move.
1: Here's the thing. There's only nine weeks left in which they will probably premiere episodes this year. If they moved if they moved Gundam behind Hunter x Hunter the night that JoJo premiered, which they're not going to do, but oh, if they had good. done that no. and it didn't work out, they'd probably just write it out. Because well, more than likely, there is another show coming in January... And then Hunter Hunter will just get moved back, and that's why it's kind of futile to ask him to move Hunter Hunter at all. It's better to keep it in the same spot where it won't confuse the viewers. And as much as that frustrates me, that is the reality.
0: Well, see, well, first of all, yeah, it, it's it, it wouldn't get moved, CJ.
2: I know it wouldn't. Have, it, but it wouldn't get moved actually. this year. No, what I'm talking it, about no, is when, that's
0: all. when I, what I'm talking about is when Gundam comes out now. I think one thing that we're missing here, Sketch, and I'm not saying that I, I think Tunami's well, it, it really depends on what's, what <laughs> comes out at that point. But um, my feeling is, is when Gundam ends, they're going to end up moving that up to one o'clock again, and then putting something that's like new at one thirty. That's what I see right now. Now, that being Maybe. said, that being said, we don't know when Attack on Titan's coming out, and we also don't know if they're going to do a simul dub of that, where Funimation goes, well, instead of what we did before, we're gonna play, we're gonna dub it at the same time and put it on Toonami. That would be great. We don't know if they're gonna do that, but we don't know when that's gonna happen. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Dragon Ball Z Kai at this point because they won't tell us. So there's that little mystery out there still, even though we have, we're 99% sure that it's dubbed. And we're pretty much 99% sure that it's probably gonna be on Toonami. We don't have any confirmation, but we're we're very, very confident that they're gonna put this on Toonami unless somehow they get super. Okay. All that being said, like I've been saying, like Hunter Hunter is one of those shows where CJ, I feel like the higher in the block that it goes, the more ratings it's gonna get. It's the same thing with shipping it. The higher that show was the higher that show was, the more ratings it got because it was such a popular show. And the proof in the pudding is when Bleach was on years back here, when Bleach was on and Shippenden followed it, the ratings for Ship it In every single week were pretty much over a million viewers. And that's that's showing a long running series, you know. And I understand that. You know, it seems like Toonami wants to move the don't, doesn't want to keep the long running shows up front, which is smart because obviously One Piece is not where it should be. Obviously, um, that's what they chose to do. It is what it is. Um, and you know, Ship It In, yes, it has been out, though Ship It In is at a point where these episodes have never been seen on TV. So, you know that one again that could be moved up and and do well but I digress what I'm trying to say here is hunter hunter being at one o'clock I think does better and it and it gradually brings the ratings down as it as tsunami does because from midnight or eleven thirty it gradually lower goes lower we all know that it it goes really low after tsunami which is really bad <laughs> it's not really bad but it's just. I, I still can't get over that what Rick and Morty me me and Sketch were talking about this. I don't I still don't get how like it was ending at three, Rick and Morty would start and it wasn't doing like over six hundred thousand viewers at that time. Because people are coming home from the bar at that time, mind you. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, you would think that show out of anything would be doing well, and it's not doing what it should be doing, at least in my opinion. I mean Again, Adult Swim's happy with what they're doing, but you know I, I just find it funny. I hate to go off on this r- real quick, but I find it funny that Adult Swim shows are doing what they are, and yet they bitched at Toonami for the ratings they were getting at those times. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is what I'm trying, what I'm trying to do when I say I'd like Hunter Hunter to be the third show because that's what I'm saying is I want the ratings to generally go down. So we're getting shows. We're getting three to five shows hitting a million viewers. Okay. Obviously when they hit one piece, it drops off no matter what substantially. That's what's been happening. But there is, I know,
1: I know be fair. There are weeks when one piece doesn't drop that far from Naruto. No, there
0: is, there is. And, and that usually happens from, more recently, it's it's happened a couple times during the summer, but when you have like a great lineup going down, we've seen that the ratings don't drop as much, and we hit those million mu- uh, million viewers. And even nine hundred thousand is really good for a show total total viewer wise, especially at like 1 a one a.m. You know, and it reflects. No, that's in- phenomenal. Yeah, and it reflects really well in the 18 to 49 ratings. You know, the way that I see things, guys, is I take the total ratings and I say, OK, yes, that is good. That's great. With the exception of DBZ Kai, because we all know that there's probably some kids tuning into that at midnight. Um, mm-hmm. But what you do is you, you notice how they do and you you look at the 18 to 49 And generally when a show is doing well in the the 18 or the total ratings, the 18 to 49 is, is pretty, is really good too.
1: So that's generally is
0: generally is. So, I mean, for me, that's why I look at the total ratings first, because that's going to give me an indication of, okay, what is adult swim looking at? Because 18 to 49 is that small portion that we get out of that huge chunk that adult swim gets. And that's the important one, you know? There are, there are several important factors in those ratings that they're getting out of the total ratings. 18 to 49 is one of them. So we get to see a small little picture of that. You know, and that's, that's why mm, I say...
1: I feel you should adjust your mindset because the 18 to 49 is more important than the total. Well,
0: do you, do you, under, did you, Did you hear what I'm saying, though? I said the 18 to 49 is one of the small important pieces that comes out of that total ratings.
1: That's not small, though. That's usually the largest chunk
0: yeah, that but they what, show to advertisers not, and what stuff. But what I'm trying to say to you is, is you're getting AdultSwim.com stream off the app. You're getting...
1: Oh, you mean all those other houses.
0: Right. That's what I'm Nielsen,
1: saying. Nielsen ratings in general, the live plus same-day ratings that we see on the charts every week, that is just... It, it's usually the largest weighted section, but because of all the other ways that you can watch these shows now and have them be counted, all of that information gets sent to Adult Swim. So when it looks like a show is not doing as well as you think it should, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not doing that well. It no. just looks like it.
0: And that's the thing. <clears throat> that's why I'm saying like, even even the total ratings... Is just a small portion if you think about it, because yes. you're not you're not getting the PlayStation view, you're not getting the Sling, you're not de- you're definitely not getting the Adult Swim direct ratings that they are getting because they don't share. And their you're rating.
1: not getting any of the DVRs that don't have the Nielsen system.
0: Which see, that's that's the thing. Like, I would love to know. I would love. I, I know it's never going to happen, but it would be nice if these companies would actually track that, especially like P- PS View has the, the, uh, the cloud uh, DVR. It would be nice to know like how many, I mean, we'll never see that information because that's probably all in house. Like,
1: proprietary information.
0: Right. So, but it would, it would be nice to see like how, you know, even just the random show does how many, like what they look at the DVR size Cause they, they, they probably do get some kind of number showing that too. And, you know, Obviously, if Adult Swim or even Tsunami felt like there was a problem, these shows would get pulled. This is not IGP. This is not a Tenchi Muyo GXP. Sorry, Colt. Um, <laughs> you know, so I mean, this is not this is not the kind of things, and we're definitely not back in those days. But you know, for me, it's just I. When I say that I want Hunter Hunter up there, it's just I. I like that gradual come down. Of ratings because that to me is doing better than having okay you know it's certainly put- looks
1: nicer than a huge drop yes early yes. on
0: yeah
1: a more yeah. gradual decline is what we want smaller gaps between the shows in general yeah. but as it stands i don't expect them to change the schedule until january
0: <laughs> and, and, and by the way, I mean, like a brand new show that we have the exclusive rights to an English dub at 1 a.m. is going to do well for Hunter Hunter. Gundam IBO, unfortunately, is not doing what it should be doing. I mean, it it I mean, I, I get it. I, I honestly do get it. Some of you do not like how the pacing of the show is. I get it. But honestly, this show is not as bad as some people say it is. I mean, it's not a Gundam Wing, and it's certainly not a G Gundam, but it's it's still a good Gundam show. There's a reason why Toonami picked it up; they felt it was good enough to be on Toonami, and I agree. So that's all I'm going to say about Gundam. But you know, I wish I, I do wish that more people would, even the casual people, would still tune in for these shows because I really think that they're they're good mm-hmm. enough where they should be getting higher ratings, and I think that's what pisses me off and what pisses a lot of people off because they feel like these shows are doing are so good. I mean, the English dub of Hunter Hunter alone is so good that they should be getting higher ratings. And they're not. So, but we've mined this enough. Tonight. I, don't I, don't think. Like, I don't feel like stabbing myself.
1: I do. <laughs> my final stance is I do think Hunter Hunter would potentially be doing better in the third slot than Gundam. I see plenty of reason to believe that. However, that won't like if Gundam is the problem and Gundam moves a little bit later, that's not necessarily going to fix the problem. <laughs> it might actually make it worse. <laughs> Which I think is what CJ was alluding to.
0: Right.
1: So, you know, we got to trust that they know what they're doing and if Hunter Hunter has to <laughs> bat cleanup, then you know it's gonna keep doing what it's doing, and I trust that people will keep watching it and things are gonna be just fine. And that's that's the way I see it.
0: Oh, Regardless
1: of anything else, yes, Toonami's ratings are lower than they have been at points, but they're still really good. Compared to the rest of cable, they're very, very good. And that's why the network is not sweating it at all and nobody should be worried.
0: And if you need any if you need any indications of that look at the look after tsunami and see the ratings. By the way, by the way, fuck you king of the hill for trying to get 600,000 at the end of the end of adult swim again. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: It seems to indicate that uh, young people wake up and watch King of the Hill.
0: I know, like it, it, every <laughs> time they put King of the Hill at the end of the block at the end of Adult Swim, it's like they're, everybody's like, "Oh my god, I got to get up and watch that."
2: Cuz of the pocket sand. Come on now. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Boy, I'll tell you what. Ooh. Propane, propane accessories. That's right.
1: Okay. Uh, after we talked about that a long time. Uh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about it. I, this I, week on 2 now, You did tell us not to read it. You did tell us not to read it. It's sketch- I still blame Derek.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's not in control of this podcast.
0: Wait. Are you saying I'm in control of this podcast?
2: No, I'm giving it, I'm giving the keys to the host sketch, but you do own the presets. You get to play the music.
0: I mean
2: I say never. Mind. Yeah,
0: well, uh, let's move on.
1: This week on Toonami Fine week of Toonami. And uh here's some miscellaneous talkbacks. Dragonite writes in regarding Hunter Hunter. So if you go inside the mountain, you don't come out ever. Ouch. Well, yeah about is the, the home of assassins.
0: Yeah, about that big one, that, that stands guard. Holy shit!
1: <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but yes, he's got those cute eyes.
0: I almost thought that the guy was gonna have have them ride him somewhere. <laughs> and it almost looked like that was what was gonna happen. And I'm like, uh, okay, I guess we're walking.
1: <laughs> that didn't happen. Oh. <sighs> all right. Josh Knighton writes in: The intruders get a key, so that's how Tom and Sarah got beat. Oh wait, yeah, the intruders are allowed to have a key to open the door.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Hunter Hunter reference. I forgot.
1: And then they get eaten, except
2: for the bones and the clothes.
0: By the really, by the really big wolf, that actually doesn't look that too intimidating.
2: Well, who would want to eat clothes?
1: True. True, and who would want to eat bones? I'm just impressed at the manner in which BK can just strip all of that off of them and leave the clothes and the bones. Unless maybe BK, you know, just rips all that stuff off and then eats the flesh and then puts the
2: clothes over the bones for I don't okay, know.
0: Okay, okay, you're going way too far with this. Move on.
2: It'd be great if it could, <laughs> it'd be great if he could fold laundry. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, <laughs> we have laundry again. <laughs> they go. He opens up the door. Like you see the wolf, like folding laundry. He looks over. He's like, "Go away."
1: <laughs> the when the old man just puts the bones in the garbage can. <laughs> I'm like, no respect for the dead. If they're idiots, I guess.
2: Like yep. Shinichi with that puppy.
1: Oh. Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh! Oh! <laughs> when when Mika grabs Kudelia and is like, she's not Fumiton anymore. I'm like, if Shinichi was here, he'd say that she was a fumitan shaped pile meat, of meat. Meat sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey,
0: at least he
1: got laid. Yep. Yeah. Junami you know, Gamer writes in, Toothless, is that you? Those cute, cuddly eyes. Doesn't look anything like Toothless. <laughs> He's talking about Mikkei. <laughs> you,
0: you, you missed the talk back, sir.
1: Uh, Yeah, I did. Japhis N. Craig writes in, Whoa, who made Master Roshi the gatekeeper? <laughs> it's in regards to the old man taking off his clothes and getting, like, ripped for a moment and pushing the door open. <laughs> Which, by the way, those doors are ridiculous. The bathroom yes, yes. one. <laughs> Utterly ridiculous.
0: By the way, I, I know you two know, you've seen Hunter Hunter, so I have to ask, is this another Hunter exam going on here, or am I just... I'm rich? not going to
2: say, actually. You're going to have to watch and find
1: out. I'll tell him, no, it's not really a Hunter exam. No, it's
2: not, but damn hey, it, but sketch, it, I wanted him to... Find but it out.
0: does. It does. I mean, you understand what I'm saying. Like, life it, is
2: a test, Paul. Uh,
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like, it, it feels like a hunter exam or something going on. Oh, like, guns! All like, I
2: don't want to be tested. Yeah, oh, my ex- brother, you know what I just went through. <laughs> my brother asked the same thing about this too. He's like, "Is this a hunter exam?" I was like, "You'll wait and see. I don't want to spoil anything for you."
0: <laughs> by the way, by the way. Coming up Michelle Ruff comes on, so
2: Oh uh, yeah, that is true.
0: Coming next week. I
2: mean I'd be surprised if she wasn't in this dub, to be honest.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, well I mean yeah, there's not that many female roles in this show. <laughs> well, a bit more if you if you count the non male character. I mean, the the non-female characters that would be voiced by women.
2: I was about to say, but, like, yeah. Gon, Krapika, Kiliwa, those are all Krapika? male... Krapika.
1: All male characters voiced by women. Well, there you go. I mean... It sort of makes up for the fact that this is a total sausage fest.
2: <laughs> hey, you know who's happy about that? Isoka.
1: You know, people are like, and at least Fairy Tale has lots of female characters, and I was like, "Yeah, well, at least Hunter Hunter is a decent story."
2: You take that back. I will not. <laughs> I watch Fairy Tale because of the beautiful, beautiful plot. Yeah, I bet you do. Mm-hmm. Right. And don't get me wrong; it's it's not bad to look at. <laughs> that plot is amazing. We we need it more.
1: I will give fairy tale props for you, focusing on Lucy as, like, the main character. I think that's a a good way to tell the story.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm with
1: you. Another from Josh Knighton. (laughs) Saying what we're all thinking, probably. Oh, now you're scared. Well, that's what you get for having a tour in front of an assassin's house. I'd go on that tour. (laughs) (laughs) And here we have the scenic mountains and the volcano. And that's where the assassins live.
2: you did that really well actually.
0: Oh by the way I know,
1: I missed my calling as a tour guide.
0: Oh by the way, we're gonna take you to the front gate.
1: Yeah, we'll take you to the front gate. This is the front gate. You mean this whole thing? Yep. Yep, they own the whole mountain. Okay. That's a heck of a yard.
2: (laughs) I would hate to mow the lawn. Oh (laughs) no kidding.
0: Can we pet the animals? You don't want to pet
1: the animals. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I don't know. Mike had. I think Mike looked nice enough, but. He was huge. <laughs> but I think the point that he was trying to make to Gon go was there's a difference between a hunter being in tune with nature and being able to communicate with animals in nature and a hunter dealing with a trained animal that is trained to kill. (laughs) You know, you can't get through to a trained animal that's trained to kill as easily as an animal that's, you know, more open to suggestion. (laughs) At least I think that's what they were going for. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I enjoyed the tour guide lady, especially when she's like,
2: everybody get on the bus! (laughs) Why did you give her that kind of voice?
0: because she smokes know. too much apparently <laughs> probably
1: hey, I'm just uh, trying to uh...
0: that was like your Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> point. yes it
2: was
1: <laughs> I was just trying to mimic the kind of tone that she was doing
2: I want Gilbert Godfrey as my tour guide to an assassin's uh, here we have the assassins <laughs>
1: How majestic they are in their habitat
0: <laughs> I'm gonna die.
1: <laughs> oh, we finally got him to laugh, alright.
0: I-, I think we broke CJ. Oh no, the the alcohol there. <laughs> alright, moving along.
1: R- regarding Naruto Shippuden, which has been very interesting lately, because it focuses on Jiraiya, who is a more interesting character than most. Allison writes in, Today on Shippuden, Jiraiya tortures Natsu, Dragnail, and Frankie. (laughs) Yes, he tortured a couple of ninjas voiced by Todd Abercorn and Patrick Seitz. And he turned the Todd Abercorn one into a toad. So, I guess he turned him into Sergeant Cororo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All he's missing is a Gundam in his hand.
1: And finally, a couple of talkbacks regarding the... Jojo's Bizarre Adventure promo that aired that night. Mm.
2: Oh, it was so good!
1: It was so good.
2: It has my favorite Jojo song, and I know it's yes, that guy, but that that's my favorite one out of all of the series that I've watched Jojo. That is my will always be my favorite.
1: D. Aaron writes in kudos to Adult Swim and Tsunami for accomplishing with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure what. IFC couldn't with Speedgrapher, and that is to use the licensed song that they use in the anime and not have to replace it.
2: I don't want no Dimension W Western ending on this stuff. (laughs) If that happens, I will literally throw a TV out the window, and that's when the neighbors will say, it's that damn anime kid all over again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Paul keeps sending him anime. Shame on them.
2: You've been sending me good stuff, so. Let's I have been sending there. you some
0: good stuff. Funimation thanks you for reviewing, by the way.
2: Uh huh. They don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't even pay attention, man.
2: Sometimes <laughs> I they did, do. No, I, I, I gave a good review for Garo. Garo is fun. I want that on Konami, honestly. I think people will dig it. It'd be a later. I'd rather it be a later time, not like replacing. All right. Movie. All right.
0: Let's not get into suggestions because we'll be here all night. No, 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 no. So no, no, no. True
2: that. With the, with the reviews, Paul. I blame you.
0: Yeah, well, too bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the
1: last talk back from Joshua Knighton. So this is the infamous JoJo's Bizarre Adventure promo, huh? Um, okay, I'll check it out. But I'm not digging the animation style. How dare you, sir? How dare Will you? Stop. He's
2: allowed. <laughs>
1: yeah, JoJo is a little different.
2: <laughs> I also think it's it starts off as, a, as an acquired taste. It took me. Oh, to, definitely. It took me till uh, Joseph. The
1: first two episodes, in particular, they're not very good indications of what to expect from the rest of the show. the The very first episode, in particular, because it's all. Uh, the introduction of Dio and how he introduces himself into the family of the Joe Stars yeah. and the rivalry that starts there.
2: I honestly so. think the best, and actually not the best. I honestly think like to really understand what JoJo is, I think season three does a better job because of how it kind of shifts from what the first two seasons do. You know,
1: I mean, most people recognize JoJo for stands and.
2: Yeah. That kind of thing. Won't, we won't see we we'll see that, but you know, in a sense, but <laughs> we won't be seeing Stan yeah, no. until the no. first season.
1: But you really should have the first part to introduce yep. Dio and get all of that because exactly. I, I think it'd be a shame if they skipped that. And I really like the second part with Joseph. I it really like that no, part. No, that's
2: what sold me on the series, but you wanted to be introduced to Dio? that! I want R.E.O. Speedwagon, baby. And Robert Speedwagon is my boy. I get that too. <laughs> yep And that's the only time. And season one and season two are the only times we see him that I know of. I'm only up to four. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah. So we we have an email.
1: Yes, and this is from somebody who's been sending us emails, thinking that we're tsunami. But we can actually field this question, I guess. And that is from Kevin Artis. Uh, Is Parasite coming on Toonami again, or is it over for now? Parasite will not be back on Toonami unless they buy it again, because they no longer have the rights, and that's why they did the three-episode marathon that one night, so they could finish it before they lost the rights.
2: Apparently Sentai only has one-year contracts.
1: Apparently so. It's like the NFL in here.
0: Hey,
1: that's fine with me. <laughs> hey, you know, it would have been nice if they'd been able to keep it longer, but since they only have so much space on air and they're not really implementing very good use of their online stuff, uh, kind of pointless to keep it longer than a year, I guess. They do, however, still have several shows beyond a year. Kind of wondering when they're going to lose the rights to, say, Michiko and Hachin and Dimension W and don't they Uh, still have kill a kill and attack on titan yep they still have kill a kill and attack on titan from the look of it uh they'll probably lose kill a kill next uh
2: february probably a two-year contract on that one i'm just i'm just was wondering because i'm like wow they still have that one i think too which is kind of odd but i think attack on titan kind of takes the cake they been holding on yeah, that one. I'm yeah.
1: pretty sure that they bought a really long-term contract for Attack on Titan.
0: <laughs> well, they probably, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, they may renew that just because if they if they do get Attack on Titan next year, the second, you know, Attack on Titan season two, like, it makes sense to keep that. <laughs> so, I think it's time to get out of here. What do you guys think?
2: I've been wanting to leave for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we'll never invite you back.
0: I'm taking your drinks away. Thank you. All <laughs> right, let's
2: let's
1: wrap it up, gentlemen.
0: Uh, that's what she said. Uh, you can email us, as usual, podcast at tunamifaithful.com. When you email us, please, please, please. Only email us about the podcast. If you want to give us your talk back, your talk backs and whatnot, uh, please do it there. Again, it's podcast at tunamifaithful.com. Uh, you can rate review the uh, the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on TuneIn Radio as the TuneIn Radio app as well as now Google Play. And of course you can listen to all of our past episodes on SoundCloud, it's soundcloudcom Faithful Uh again you can listen to the podcast there, you can Download the podcast there. Uh, Please do follow us there. We want to get over 500 followers on there, and that would help us. And uh, if you're going to share the podcast, share it from there, because you know, that's going to get you all the links anyway, so that's really what we want you to do. So uh, as far as social media, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And for any of the old episodes of the podcast, you can visit podcast.tsunamifaithful.com. And if you guys could help us, we would love for you to help us if you can. Uh, we have what's called a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Uh Anything that you donate will help us greatly in doing the things that we do, going to cons and other stuff like that. All that stuff helps. Sketch will attest to that. Um, so please, if you guys can donate, it's patreoncom Podcast. and please do take a look at the rewards because if you do get a reward, you know you can come on the podcast and you may even be able to pick the topic. So you know, take a look and see if you can. And uh, yeah, so that's about it. CJ, where can they find you? Dying at a bar right now. <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. Um, and you can find me on Twitter,
0: at CJ Maffers,
2: where I tweet all kinds of anime news stuff, Toonami news stuff, some sports stuff. Basketball's coming back. I miss mm-hmm. basketball. But um, that's pretty much you can find me. You can also email me at CJMaffris at ToonamiFaithful.com if you feel like sending me a prompt for any type of article that I can write at a later date. Me and Jim, or excuse me, Jim and I, We'll be going to a convention this upcoming weekend. Well, it probably isn't the best way to say because this podcast might be out after we go. Um, if we will be going to another, <laughs> just in case. Just, I actually think you'll get it out in time, but um, just in case, um, Jim and I will be going to another anime convention in New Hampshire, which is October 14th through the 16th. So, we'll tweet stuff there. I really. This has been more Jim's been working on this, so I don't know much of what's happening. I I'm hoping good things. If not, then <laughs> I'm going to might. strangle Jim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he might sport a speedo.
2: Yes, I've i he's he did tell me about some interesting stuff, which I'm all Ooh. for. I will. I wish I could take pictures.
0: <laughs>
2: I would share them oh, with. I would share oh. him with you guys first, and then the fans. But, of <laughs> but anyway, of course that's how uh, that's been going so far and hopefully it works out. I'm pretty excited to go. Cause a, I did not know many other cons besides the New York comic con and anime Boston. And this will be a much smaller compared to those. And it should be a lot of fun.
0: It should be a lot easier to do things too.
2: And it was for Connecticon, So I'm thinking it'll be the same kind of deal there.
0: Right. All right. Sketch, where can they find you, sir?
2: You can find me
1: on Twitter at sketch 1984 on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails, sketch at com or podcast at com And Paul, where can they
0: find you? Uh, well, I wish I was in bed sleeping, but... Uh... You can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascarillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascarillo. Uh, you can also ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul uh, Please do ask me questions. I like answering them. And uh, it doesn't have to be Tsunami related, by the way. And uh, you can also email me. It's Paul Pascrillo at com. Uh, please send me... Nice emails. If you send me shitty emails, I probably will block you. <laughs> so it's bad enough that I get the contact. So us. that's
2: why you don't respond to my emails. Now I get it.
0: Yes. Well, you weren't sending those images. Now you
2: funny. understand. Yeah, it's um, a full circle.
0: <laughs> but I also get the the contact us emails to my email, so it's kind of like spam, 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 and I'm constantly on my phone like stop sending me error messages when they're not error messages. So, yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. Got to get Will on this.
0: Well, we're going to we're going to figure something out. But um yeah, so that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. Please spread the word about this podcast. And again, if you can donate, every little dollar counts because it does help us with these cons. We have a lot of things that we like for you, so the more, the merrier. But that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Dwarfist! What? That that sounded nothing like Daryl.
2: Gilbert Godfrey, go away. <laughs> I will haunt your nightmares!
0: <laughs> oh, I actually I stopped will. recording. <laughs> uh...